Hello and welcome back to the Across the Pond podcast with myself, Harry Kerwin. The podcast that takes you through the journey of moving to the United States as a student athlete to play soccer. Thank you very much to all who tuned in for Ash last week. It's got a lot of people talking and reminiscing and the line to get on the podcast just keeps on getting longer. If you liked what you've heard, please follow us on Spotify or Google Podcasts so you can keep up to date with all the new episodes. And we're also on social media now. Our Instagram account is across the across the pond pod and our Twitter handle is pond underscore podcast. Please follow and share so we can get our content out to those who it may benefit. Thank you. Hello and welcome back to episode four of the Across the Pond podcast with myself, Harry Kerwin. Really excited about the, the guests that we have on today. We have a couple of firsts as well, so I'll just go through them first. Uh, so we have a first guest who is not English, so that's a good start. We have our first goalkeeper as a guest. And then finally, we have our first guest who was not under Tim Walls uh, for the full four years of his college. It's Christian Nieira. How are you doing today, buddy? Hey, mate. How are you doing, brother? All good. Oh, good, mate. I'm very well. How about you? Good, man. Uh, living life down in Florida now. So. Oh, mate. You're already rubbing it in. You're already rubbing it in. It's good to hear, mate. It's good to hear. <laughs> You're looking well, though, buddy. Thank you, man. It's the sun, I think. Oh, so, yeah. Still glowing. Yeah. Still glowing. Love it. The weather is better than, than Kentucky for sure. So. Oh, I believe that one 100%. So how's, how's everything going during the, the whole coronavirus pandemic? How, how have you been coping with everything? I mean, it, it was hard to, to adjust at first. You know, we, we, we had to send all the kids that we had in the school back to their, their countries, you know. Okay. So we've, we've been just coaching online, uh, kind of just soon meeting with them every day, make, making sure that, you know, we're doing something, some some type of fitness with them. Yeah. And, you know, just try to help them as well because uh, they also quarantine in, in their countries. You know, some of them, they cannot go out of their houses. So yeah. we try to stay together in this, this hard moment that is, you know, it's affecting everybody. Yeah, for sure. So we'll definitely go into more of that about what you're doing currently. Uh, but we've got a lot of ground to cover before that. But that's, that's, that's cool that... And that just sums you up really, mate. We even I ask you about you and your your answer is still about everybody else. And that's the kind of guy that you are. And that's that's cool to hear, man. Um so tell us a little bit about yourself. So obviously I mentioned you're a goalkeeper. Where are you from originally? Chile, Santiago. Santiago, Chile, brilliant. So yes. so uh so like I said, the first guest outside of England. So it kind of defeats the object of the across the pond being the name of the podcast, but we uh, we go anyway, we'll get on with it. Um, but but really excited to have you on today, mate. So um, obviously you say you're from Chile, but we want I want to obviously get a little bit more of an understanding of of what it what was like for you. I guess we'll start at like the age of 16, 17, 18. What was you doing in Chile? How was your how was your soccer like? How was how was that all that going for you? What was what was your life there back then? Well, uh, you know, I was playing in, in the academy of one of the professional teams uh, back in Chile since I was 12 years old. So, okay. to be honest with you, I never thought about coming to the U.S. and, and, and get on a scholarship or go to school or anything. I, my, my mind priority was to, to be professional at the time. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, by, by 17, I, I went to the national team as well. So... Like kind of my life was towards, you know, being professional than, you know, getting a degree in school and, and you know, never thinking about coming to the U.S. at yeah. that time. So there's a, a difficult time when I turned 18 and they sent me to play in second division in, in Magallanes and another team. Yeah. And 
it changed my whole, you know, perspective about being a professional player because I get to see another reality is um is different from what you see, you know, in a in a first division team that it has more resources. Yes, yeah. It, it, it changed it changed your mindset because you know you you're fighting so hard, you know, to achieve something that is you know is gonna help you and it's gonna help your family. That's you know the general thought that you have when you wanna be yeah. professional. Wanna, Absolutely. It kind of change your your financial status, you know, and and you get there and you see that things that are maybe you don't like so much and you know the environment is is not the best. Yeah. And you know, there's a little bit of a gap of, I would say, six months that uh, I stopped playing before, you know, I, 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 either, I even cons- considered to, to come to the U.S. Wow. And I didn't want to do anything related to soccer. I didn't want to even, you know, be close to a stadium or, you know, play with my friends. I was just, you know, being um, negative about it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I didn't want to do anything. And then... One of my friends come to me and, you know, he's like, you know, there's this opportunity that maybe you, you would like to take that is to go to play in, in the States. And then, you know, I go through this, this agency that they started, you know, helping me. They are like, you know, we need to make your highlight video. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we need to see how good your English is. And back then, my English was just bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. You know that we, I, well, in your case, I don't know, but. As you know, in South America, we need to take the TOEFL test. Yeah. No, we didn't have to take that. No, luckily, yeah. You know, and 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 that's like five hours, and you know, I was taking like English classes every day. Yeah. I'm trying to improve because in school, you know, I was just you know so focused on being professional that I never pay attention in school yeah. uh, as much as I could. So you know, I was trying to get ready for this test. You know, I was all scared that it was five hours, and you know, my my first offer was to go to Chinese State. In okay. Ohio. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I was talking with the coach every week. He, he, you know, he loved me. He offered me a great scholarship to go there. And you know, I go to the TOEFL and I get thirty-seven the first time out of hundred twenty. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, it wasn't the best score. So that and so that meant that you couldn't go to Shawnee State. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So 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 then what happened then after that? What 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 was your thought process? You know, I was thinking, you know, you know, maybe this is this isn't for me, or or should I wait maybe till January to find another school, you know, and do this, you know, six months of uh, spring and you know getting into the school and stuff, and then Taladega comes in the in in you know into the business and they are like, you know, we're looking for a goalkeeper. The coach was from Argentina at the time. And, you know, they, they, they offered me and another player, another teammate from Chile, you know, a really good deal that, you know, it was a chance because neither of us speak good English and neither of us had like a, a good um, test score on the TOEFL to get accepted in any school. Okay. You know, no school would accept us with that, that score. So, you know, Taladega um, opened, opened the doors for us to come to the country. Okay, brilliant, brilliant. Well, so we'll, we'll definitely get into Talladega, but I, I genuinely never knew about that, about the fact that you stopped playing for a while and, and hard, hard to believe after seeing like the dedication and stuff to how you were as a player. And I'm sure that's how you were before maybe the setback when you, when you got sent down to the second division. So again, like I said, that's the first time that I've really kind of heard about that. Um, but, but interesting, interesting stuff. So, so in terms of when you, when you first came over, we can, or maybe before, so the English guys, we had to go to like the U.S. Embassy uh, in London, 
um, to, to obviously do our interview and get our visa to go to America. Was that the same kind of process for you in Chile? Did, did you have to go to the U.S. Embassy and stuff like that? Yes, yes. So after, you know, after you receive your I-20 and all, you know, all, all the stuff is, is in line, ready to go, you, you have to get your, your uh, interview in the embassy. Yeah. And, and my English was so limited by the time. And, you know, they were like, maybe if they think that your English is not right or, you know, it's not on point, they might be like, you know, you can't go to the U.S. and study because you speak no English. Really? They, they, is it like that, is it? I mean, it, there's chances that you yeah. can like it happened to one of the teammates on, on Taladega that you know she went to the embassy and she didn't know any English so she got like rejected she they were like you know you need a better English because you're like 20 says that you speak English yeah yeah for sure so, <coughs> I know your class is I, I, got, in English. I got so lucky because the guy he asked me like three questions you know and you know and I could understand like the the main part of the question you know yeah. I couldn't understand the whole sentence yeah. back then and then I, I pick up something and I, I answered, you know, the way I could. And the guy was like, okay, that's fine. You're ready to yeah. go. And Good guess. Yeah. <laughs> how, was, how was your uh, your family about everything? Like, were they okay with you coming over here? Were they excited for you? Were they, were they sad to see you go? How, how, did they, how did they take everything? You know, uh, it was something that probably my family um, didn't expect it. Okay. Because, you know... Uh, it wasn't something that, you know, we talk about it. There was never an idea about coming to the U.S. and, and study. You know, it was always, you know, my family supporting from the back to for me to be a professional and play at home and then, me, and then maybe, you know, get a deal somewhere else. Yeah. But then, you know, I was just 18 when that happened. And my some of my family was, I mean, I know they were happy for it. They, they support me all the way through, you know. But, you know, the one that I, I struggled the most was my grandpa. Okay. You know, because, you know, he was old, he, you know, he, he wasn't sure if this was the best decision, but, you know, he, he was still supporting me. And, and that was, you know, the, the toughest thing yeah. that it happened yeah. later on to me because, you know, leaving the airport uh, the first time I came to the U.S., you know, my whole family went to, you know, uh, say bye to me and stuff. And, and then... I came to the States and, you know, after three months uh, in Chaladega, my, my grandpa passed away. Oh, man, I didn't know that. I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. So, and then, you know, I, I was in the middle of the season and, you know, we didn't have the, the, final, the financial to, to buy a ticket and go back to Chile yeah. and, you know, do all the thing with, you know, giving my grandpa, you know, a, a last goodbye and stuff. So, you know, I had to stay in school and, you know, it was a decision either, you know, lose my scholarship and go back to Chile to do this for my grandpa or, you know, I can just, you know, yeah. keep doing what I'm doing, you know, and, you know, I have somebody else, you know, who's cheering for me, you know, up from up top now. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I didn't know that. So that's, that's mad. And, and I guess people never even think about that when we first come over, but you are moving to, for me, the other side of the world, for you, still a long way away from home. And and, and ultimately you're leaving your, all your family and friends and, and things go on back home and it, it's not easy for you to just leave. You, you are committed to the, the whole the whole thing that you are doing out in America. And, and if you do leave, you are jeopardizing your opportunity that you do have there. And, and I think sometimes that goes missing a little bit and people people can can struggle to understand that kind of commitment. So I, di I didn't know that, mate. And I, I'm sorry to hear that. But that's it's, it's mean, it's really it's really touching to hear that that um, obviously 
them kind of decisions, even at a young age, you, you, you took on well and you obviously, you obviously came out on, on the right end of that. And uh, so you, you spoke up, you spoke obviously about how it was quite a quick, it, you, it sounds like it was quite a quick turnaround from deciding you was going to come out to America to actually coming out. What kind of time frame are we looking at in terms of the six months where you stepped away from soccer um, to, to coming out here? What, what kind of time frame was that? So during those six months, you know, I, I kind of enrolled myself on, on like a college in yeah. Chile. Okay. You know, so I was doing that and, you know, I was trying to think about, you know, getting a normal job, doing a normal life, you know, getting, getting out of uh, um, uh, soccer or football a little bit because, you know, I got burned out and, you know, kind of, I wouldn't say depressed, but it was, you know, I was disappointed. Rejected you know, for, a little bit? Yeah, because the, the reality I had to face when, when I went there, you know, and, you know, I didn't really have a good relationship with the, with the staff. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't the same type of uh, environment I was used to when I grew up, you know, in, in the solid team that it has much more resources. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, I, I felt weird and, and, you know, I started understanding multiple things. And, and, you know, I always say this and I always spoke with my former goalie coach. Yeah, because he's one of the ones who who helped me and and advised me in in this. He's like, you know, you you can have the the ability and you know the skills to play in second division, or you know, if you want to go the long round, you can go third division, second division. Then maybe see if you you can have a shot in first division. Yeah, but you know the reality it was maybe I was gonna do that and be thirty years old and you know never had a chance to like really get to the first division yeah yeah because the, the level is competitive you know and there's always people good around you it's yeah. not like you know you are the best and 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 that's not the case so you know he told me like you know if you had opportunity to study you know get a degree and because that's going to stick with you forever absolutely yeah absolutely yeah so, and then if soccer uh, decides to follow you know you're going to have the chance to to play and then you you're going to have your education yeah so yeah. That for me was a point where I had to decide, you know, what I really wanted to do with my life. And if I, were, if I really wanted to pursue my dream of being professional and, you know, you know eating shit in, in second or third division, yeah. or, you know, try to maybe have a better life through education. And then is when this comes up and then I see, you know, that you can play soccer, you can play football, and then educate yourself at the same time in another country. I was like, wow, I won the lottery. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, you. It sounds like you got some really good advice, and uh, obviously, glad at how everything turned out for you, man. Like you, you've come a long way from there as well. So, so let's talk about getting to America, man. What was what was Talladega like for you when you got there? What What was your initial thoughts when you came over? Wow. So first of all, where is where's Talladega? Is it Alabama? Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Carry on, buddy. <laughs> Uh, well, so I didn't, since I didn't know much, you know, about college life, uh, college soccer divisions and stuff like that, I, I really didn't have like many expectations of what I was going to find over here. Yeah. So, you know, when I arrived to the school, you know, I arrived to a new country, you know, coming from South America. I've been in different countries in South America, but not in like the United States. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just different. It's, yeah. you know, you're looking around like everything is so different you are looking from the cars to the highways to you know yeah yeah then you get to college and you know to me uh you know the the first um the first time i, I was in talladega you know it seemed fine to me you know i couldn't really tell 
you know, what it was to be there. And then, you know, things start to, you know, settle a little bit. And then I would say that, you know, it was tough to be in Talladega those two years that I was there, you know, because of the, how things, you know, uh, end up working out in, in, at the end because, you know, our coach that was the one who recruited us, he got fired in the middle of the season in our sophomore year. Okay. And, you know, things got ugly real quick, you know, yeah. where, you know, half of the team had to go home because they were not giving them scholarships. Oh, really? Wow. So, you know, we were, we had a lot of, you know, back and forth with the athletic di director back then, you know, trying to fight for, you know, what we thought it was, you know, right for us, you know, what, what was on the contract. And they were like, you know, it's much easier if you just go home and you forget about this and we forget about, you know, if you have that with us. And we are like, you know, no, no, that's not what I want to do. I want to finish my degree. Yeah, yeah. It, and they were like, you know, pushing us out of the school at the moment because they were going to close the program. So there, was, there wasn't going to be any more program next year. So we needed to find somewhere to go. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. How was the team? Was the, team? Were they, was the team good? You know, the team uh, to me has, the team had a lot of potential. Yeah. We had a, an amazing, the, the first year we had a good team, you know, decent team. Yeah. With decent players, you know, from South America, some, some players from from Central America as well. And, you know, the second, the second year, you know, the coach goes out and recruit Argentinian, Brazilians, you know, so we have pretty much a South American team. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, the team had a lot of potential, you know, it was, you know, it was just hard to, to get them all together in the same line, kind of get to the same goal. We had, a, we had a really bad season, I remember, you know, because you bring all these kids over and some of them, they were not eligible to play. Okay. So then we were with 12, 13 players, you know, playing against, you know, teams that had 20, 25, and they, you know, substitute players all the time. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. it got really tough, you know, down the road. But, you know, we definitely had a great team, you yeah. know, great guys. I still talk to them. And, you know, it's, it's just we didn't find ourselves on the, on the pitch, you know, to be able to, you know, achieve something different, you know, in, in terms of results. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a shame, man. But it sounds like you had, like, a decent side down there just from, like, conversations that we've had in the past and stuff. And I, I assume not a lot of English was being spoken if, if most of the team was South American. So coming to Midway was probably a, a, change in, a change in the second two years. Yeah. I mean, uh, I learned most of my English in, in Kentucky when I went there, you yeah. know, because, as you say, you know, we, in training session, it was all Spanish. And yeah. class, classes, it was the same because we had the same classes. We went all together to the same places, so it was Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. Yeah. And my English wasn't getting better. So I get to Kentucky, you know, I met you guys, and I'm like, what you guys are talking about? I, can't, I couldn't understand your accent. So yeah. I was like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. What, what, was, what was Talladega like as a place? Like, what was Alabama like? Because I've never been to Alabama, but, like, I've heard certain things about it. But I guess people hear things about Kentucky. But, like, how would you explain Alabama? I mean. I had a last, um, you know, last Thanksgiving, I had the opportunity to go to Auburn, okay. Auburn, Auburn Alabama, to, to the Iron Game, Alabama against Auburn. Yeah. And, you know, it changed a little bit of my, my idea of Alabama because yeah. the idea that I had before, it was, you know, to me, it was just a place that I wouldn't suggest anybody to go to. <laughs> okay. Okay. You because know, yeah. it was, there was nothing in Alabama, you know. I, also, you know, we went to a HBCU school 
which, which is a, you know, historical black community university. Okay, okay. We were, you know, a minority, you know, the, the Latin population was a minority and there was barely any, you know, white people in the school. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the, the, the adaptation, it was a little bit harder to, you know, get used to that, you know, that does not what you expect when you come to the country, you know. Yeah. It was something that, you know, it helped me to grow personally because, you know, all the challenges in Taladega, uh, you know, made me who I am today yeah. to face, you know, things here in, in the country. But Alabama to me is not a, a place that, you know, I like to visit, no. to be honest. Yeah, not, not fond memories of it then by the sound of it. What was it, what was the uh, the competition like for you, for you guys at Talladega? Was it was it tough games? Was it a tough conference that you were in? Yeah, we, we definitely had a, a tough competition, and you know the first year it was you know it was alright. We we had games you know that we played with you know weak teams, and then games that you know we had to play Rio in, in the conference. Yeah. In, in in my freshman year, and then the second season it was you know yes really tough. Or coach, you know, his schedule, his schedule has to play with one of the best teams. We didn't have a, a conference, so we could we could play with any team, you know, around us. Oh, okay. So he chose to play with one of the best teams around us, yeah. which, you know, to a team that is, you know, practically new with players that are mostly freshmen. You know, even if you have good players, you still have, you need time to adapt to the country and to the, you know, the type of level that you're going to be facing. Yeah. So I think that was something that, you know, it didn't, it didn't play well on our side. I see. I see. Fair enough. Okay. So you spoke about how once the, the coach was fired, it got a little bit ugly. So you found out probably towards the end of your, your sophomore year of the first semester in your sophomore year that you knew you had to go and look elsewhere. Um, is, that, is that the case? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were maybe 10 uh, 10 games into the season and you know he he got fired and then we were we played maybe four more games after that and they they decided to just cancel the season they cancel. you know they were like you know we are not paying for anything uh you know we have canceled the season you guys you know have to figure something out because the program will no longer continue wow. so then start you know kind of emailing everybody all the universities i could have email you know i have my highlight video and, you know, I had a great, you know, a great email that I was sending out. And, you know, couple, you know, I'm glad that I received a lot of uh, emails back from coaches, you know, because at the moment I had my release, I had everything to, you know, do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's when um, St. Catherine yeah. comes into, yeah, coming. Come so you was originally going to go to St. Catherine? Yeah, yeah, I commit to St. Catherine, you oh, know. I did not even know that, man. I didn't Simon, even know. Simon, Simon Bird called me. Simon? Oh, yeah, Simon. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. He calls me, you know. He started asking me about Taladega, you know, my experience. They were looking for a goalkeeper. And then, you know, I commit to them. And I get to go to St. Catherine right after in May, you know, right after I finish in Taladega. Yeah. And, you know, I love the campus. They show me around. I get to meet Tim. And, and, you know, a couple of weeks after that is, you know, when I found out in an email that St. Catherine was closing. Oh, wow. So you're in the same boat as this. I thought, I, I, I for some reason thought Talladega, but obviously it did, the, the program closed down, but I thought the school closed down. And so that's how we helped you guys come through. So, so you ended up, what, was there any thought of going elsewhere between obviously St. Catherine and ending up at Midway like we all did? Or was there, was it always going to be sticking with Tim through that point? 
Oh, well, at that point, I was, you know, uh, when Tim, you know, I received that email and then I texted him and he's like, you know, I, I have sent you the information to all the colleges in the conference, you know, so they can help you out because at, at that point, he didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. We didn't know about Midway uh, uh, yet. Yeah. So then you know, I started emailing all the college I had, you know, and, you know, I was talking with some coaches in Oklahoma, some people down here in Florida. Okay. And, you know, there, there were some opportunities, but it was, you know, in the middle of the summer, like most most of the teams and rosters are full by yeah. then. You know, they don't have money. Out. Yeah. Exactly. They don't have money to give out to anybody. Yeah. So it was a, a tough moment. And, and also, you know, personally, I, I decided to stay in the summer working yeah. in, in Georgia, you know, just to, you know, get some money and, and then, you know, go to school, rent the apartment because yeah. we were um, off campus. But, you know, I was, that was my, my, my idea. My plan was to stay on the summer, you know, work out on the summer as well, and then go off to college again. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I got into college. What am I going to do? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, you did not have it easy until, until, well, I mean, even midway wasn't necessarily easy, but wow, you had a, you had a real rough time. So obviously you came over with two other guys from Talladega as well. We had Paul and Nelson. Paul was from Spain, Nelson from the Dominican. Um, so you guys were like the, the, the guys who came over and uh, honestly, you guys coming over was so nice to have, like you in goal was unbelievable. Having, having Nelson at fullback, he was, he was just an unbelievable fullback and Paul was, Paul was good in midfield as well. He, 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 when he stepped up, he really did step up. So it was such a big thing for us, for us to have you guys come in and, um, and, and do a, do a really good job for the team. How did you, how did you kind of, oh, I'm going to tell a story first. So do you remember when you flew in from Georgia? And we, we'd only just moved to our apartment in Lexington as well. And uh, I, hands, on, hands down, I'd only just learned how to cook. So I figured I'd just learned this new skill. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll teach Christian how to cook. I now live on my own. I don't have to go to the d dinner hall every day. So I cooked you like rice chicken. And I think it was peas or something like uh, peas in the pod kind of thing. And yes. I, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. And I, I think I saw some weird faces on your face when, I, when you was eating it. You was polite, you ate it, but I could definitely tell you were thinking, what's this guy made me? You're trying, <laughs> trying to poison me day one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yes, yeah. I, I drove all the way from Georgia. And you guys, oh, you drove, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I drove and you just, uh, went with me to give back the car in the airport. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yes. and, and we had the, the first train, well, my first training was that day. I oh, think. okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So how did, you, how did you find coming from Talladega over to Midway? How was that initial kind of transition for you? Was it, was it good? Was it bad? Was it oh, a relief? What, what, how did you kind of... You know, it, it was, it, it took me a while to, to kind of adapt myself and find myself, you know, because I didn't know team, you know, I didn't know anybody on the team either. Um, yeah. uh, I, I came from Talladega where, you know, I was, I was the captain my freshman and my sophomore year. Oh, you were? And, you know, I had to lead all these guys and, you know, and, and in the field, you know, I was this, this character that, you know, I, I'm all, I, all, I was always loud. Yeah. You know, I always, you know, wanted to give you instructions and, you know, make sure that everything's in order. The then I get way. the professional way. And then, you know, I get to Midway and, and I, I don't know, it was the first week and I think I, I go off in somebody and then team is like, no, this is not allowed in here. And I'm like, hold on like what's going on yeah yeah but, you know it was hard to you know find myself and you know adapt myself to the team to the coach but you know I think 
the transition was really smooth because you know you guys you know helped me out a lot a lot yeah i mean we 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 enjoyed having some guys from like other places around the world on the team as well like not only your abilities but for us like that was the first time i was hanging out with someone from chile first time i was really meeting someone from the dominican obviously paul from being from spain we had we have friends and stuff from Spain, but like still it was awesome for us as well. Cause we get to be in another country with other guys going through the same thing, if not more, because you guys didn't even speak the language for at first. So I can't even imagine having to learn another language and coming over. That was, there was all already too much going on. So, so full credit, credit to you guys. How about the, the soccer itself, about the standard? How did, how did you kind of find the standard? Was it a better standard? Did it, did you drop down a little bit coming to midway? What did you think in that, uh, in that sense? You know, I think it, it got better. It got better. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we did something, you know, the, the first year in midway, we did something that nobody expected. You know, we, we put up a team in two weeks and then, you know, we didn't know each other and, you know, we were able to, you know, pull the, the weight of, you know, the season and the expectations of everybody in the school. Yeah, And, you know, we struggled for sure, but, you know, we, we were able to stay together as a team, you know, and I, I will always remember that, you know, the, the first game we played against Rio and, you know, it's, man, it's oh, rain. It was horrible, wasn't it? Yeah. Boring. And, and then these guys in the first half, they scored three goals. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wow, this is, this is how it's going to be. You know, I was asking myself in that moment, I'm like, did I just came to this school, you know, and they going to, you know, score five goals on me every game. You know, I was thinking that that's what I was thinking. And then, you know, that we chose something different that second half. You know, they scored one goal. They do, they did the 4-0, I, I remember. And then I get to save a penalty. Yeah, I guess you gave the penalty away. And then, you know, that's when there's a click. And, and then the team, you know, itself plays so different in the second half. And I was like, you know, this team has something. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, I, I can see it, you know, and, and how we all support each other. Because... I think, you know, the way uh, we pull ourselves together, uh, it was different the way that Talladega did. Because, you know, the South American way that is, you know, I think it's a bad way and it has a, a bad reputation itself. It's like somebody made some mistakes or we lose again. You know, everybody is, you know, saying shit to everybody. You know, it's not kind of this thing that, you know, we were able to content each other, yeah. you know, and help each other to, to rise. Yeah, good, good on that. And I, I tried to mention it, but uh, I gave away that penalty as well. So thank you very much for saving it. Because <laughs> I remember it was, it, was a it was a slippery. So I, I got, I got the whole ball. I don't know what the ref was talking about. I got the full ball. <laughs> how did you, how did you find like the classes and stuff in the transition? Did you find the classes harder? Were they, were they better for you? In what, and what kind of way did you adjust in that sense? You know, I, I did so much better in Midway than, uh, than I did in Talladega, you know, because yeah. my English helped me, you know, to understand better in the classes. Yeah. The hard part, you know, it was probably uh, getting used to do online classes with the, the system that they had in, in Midway at the time. You know, because I didn't know, you know, I didn't understand much of it. Um, there were some things that, you know, you have a little calendar and you have to submit something by, you know, Friday night and I didn't even see it. So, yeah. you know, the, the first months I would say was you know a, a, a little hard that, that transition but you know once you are you know fully committed to what you need to do yeah you know it wasn't I didn't struggle in any class you know we we were you know the guys who got like the highest GPS on the on the team as well so yeah, yeah for sure I mean you coming in I think it was me you and Max we won we won like 
all American scholar teams and stuff like that. Like, yes, we. I mean, it was really good to have like it was it was myself, you, and Max, and we were all pushing each other because we all I think we all were a bit competitive. We wanted to to see who could who could get like the best scores and stuff like that, which is definitely not a bad thing because as we're competitive people anyway, if you can throw that into the classroom, then happy days. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a good formula for success, even if it's not necessarily the correct motive. Um, how did you find, how did you find the coaching change? Because obviously you've gone from getting coached in in Spanish. Um, so then getting coached in English. So did you, did you struggle with that side of things as well? Like the, the coaching or, and then what about the style? Cause obviously it's a different style of play with the South American style of play as well. Yeah. The, the style was, was, was different. The style was different. And, you know, to me, the, the, the hardest thing sometimes was to understand team, you know, to understand because I wasn't used to, you know, get coaching English. So yeah. uh, sometimes I didn't understand like what he was saying. So I was like, you know, okay, I got it. Yeah. So, you know, my idea was I won't let anybody score and, you know, I keep this guy safe, yeah. safe. Back there. But, you know, the, the styles are different, you know, the, the South American school and the American school, you know, they, they will always be different in the way and the, the approach they have on, on soccer. So, but it wasn't hard to, to adjust because, you know, with you guys on the field, you know, we kind of sync with each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. So it was, easy, it was easy to understand, you know, what you wanted. You maybe you didn't want me to play short with you. Sometimes, you know, I needed to play long with Max yeah, on yeah. top and things like that. But it was easier to, for us to sink on the field. So it wasn't much of, you know, struggling with, you know, teams uh, game, uh, game model. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. One of, one of the big things for me as well is I felt really sorry for Atu because you guys both came in the same year and Atu was a phenomenal goalkeeper. Um, and I think he maybe redshirted the fresh his first year because he kind of looked and saw that you were probably going to be ahead of him. Um, and then his second year, obviously, you were still there, so you were ahead of him and still then. But, I mean, Atu is walking into any other team uh, in, in probably our conference if, if, he, if, he's, if he's going there as a goalkeeper. But you fending him off for two years. And I felt sorry for him because he deserved the opportunity, but he just had someone ahead of him who, who was an older upperclassman and he'd been there, done that. Um, and Atu's from Guatemala, so he's come from the other, well, a, a long distance away as well. So, I mean, in a way, that probably helped you though having Atu there as well, someone you can you could still have them goalkeeping experiences with, and and have someone who works really hard with you off off the field as well. I mean, Atu man is one of my good friends. You know, I just spent uh, New Year's Eve with him and his family here in Orlando. Oh, yeah. oh wow! Yeah. wow. I, we I spent together, so yeah, awesome. because. His sister, he, she studied in Dayton, I think. So yeah. it's really whenever they come to Florida, we try to meet each other. But, you know, as you say, he pushed me to, to be better. And, you know, I pushed him to be better as well. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's the, the tough thing about this position that only one gets to play most of the time. And, you know, Atu has so much, so many skills. He, he was so good. He, he was bigger than me. Yeah. And, you know, but at the time, you know, I'm competitive and I'm like, you know, I need, I want to play. Yeah. So I'll do whatever it takes to play. And, you know, that it means extra training. You know, I was going to put in extra training. And, but he pushed me to, to be that guy. Because if you have somebody that, you know, is not really competitive to yourself, you can kind of relax. You'll be like, you know, nobody's going to take this away from me. But having him, you know, on my back and, you know, the training sessions were really good because of him. Yeah. And, 
and you know having him right there you know helping me and, and pushing me you know it makes me you know help the team yeah for sure for sure and so I do you remember the one summer I think it was only me you and Brad who stayed out and then there was Connor who was uh, still in Lexington as well and we we went down to the field and I mean, it, I mean, without blowing up smoke up our own asses, but like myself, yourself, and Brad all ended up in the the NAIA All South Region team after that season. And I think a lot of that is down to the fact that me and you were down, me and Brad were down there at the field like two or three days a week. Just we were working with you on shots and stuff like that, and we'd be working on uh, you. We were working with you first, and then we would be working on like myself defending Brad, Brad trying to trying to take me on and. And you being in goal, obviously, and I think that was really helpful for that summer when we were able to all do that together. That was a tough summer, man, because we stayed by ourselves there, you know, and there was nothing else. At least, you know, in me, I was stuck in Midway. I didn't have a car to move. Yeah. So you know, I was I was working in in facilities in maintenance and yeah. in the school, and then training in the afternoon with you guys. So you know, definitely that that helped us to you know to to get ready for of last year. You know, it was our last chance to do something great. It was our last opportunity to, you know, to, to achieve something mm-hmm. in the conference. And, you know, we put it into work. We were there, you know, running together. I remember doing some yeah. tests with you. Yeah. But you know, that, that, was, that was, you know, the, the, the core of, you know, what happened in that season. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean obviously, obviously, a lot of the other guys did a really good job that year. But I remember that fondly. Um, being out there in the summer and you you was always someone that like if you could work on campus you was always making sure that you were doing your doing your bits obviously there's probably more to that than just wanting to work obviously financially you have to you have to look after yourself out here but I remember all you guys you Paul Nelson was always working all the time the Panamanian guys they were always working and that's something that I mean we we looked at it from from like our perspective and a lot of the English guys didn't really work on campus and stuff like that. And there may be more reasons to it than that. But we, we always respected how hard you guys worked in, in every kind of aspect of life. It was, it was you get done with the field and you go and work at school and then you get your schoolwork done. And you guys always did well in the classroom as well. So that was something that was cool for us to kind of, uh, to kind of experience that culture as well, which is, which was, which is nice. Um, but, but let's talk about some, some of the soccer moments now. So, we, normally I'll ask about favorite games, favorite goals. Now I don't believe that you scored too many goals in college. I, I don't think. No, uh, no. <laughs> so I'm gonna flip that one onto your favorite saves because I know I have a couple in my head of, of some of the some of the saves you made or like favorite soccer memories. Start reading them off to me. What what stick out to you when you think back about your uh, your college experience? You know there were definitely good moments and you know good saves as, as you know as well as you know many mistakes you know that that's part of the game mm-hmm. but i think the one that uh i still have it on video you know sometimes you know i, I would go you know back and watch it throwback thursday is the semi-final uh that we play in in midway and there's this free kick yeah that is like upper corner these guys you know celebrating when we as soon as he hit the ball he's celebrating yeah. and then you know i just take off my amazing save upper corner and and you know having everybody behind the goal uh you know cheering for us i think that was a great moment and it was you know in the i think 80 80 something and you know it led us to to win the game yeah so i, I remember that- it. 
I remember it, mate. It was it was an unbelievable save, and it, and it wasn't the first, and I'm I'm sure it probably wasn't the last at that point. But I remember one that really sticks out to me was in the conference final um, when we played against West Virginia Tech. Uh, one of their players got slipped through. It was probably in about twentieth minute, and I sli- he, they got played him through, and I've I've done a Steven Gerrard, and I've slipped, and you're one on one with him, and and you pull off an amazing one on one save, and and that kept us that kept us at nil nil, and I think if they'd scored that goal, I think the game would have gone completely a completely different way, and so I'm glad that you were back there covering my ass because if that goal had gone in, it would have been my fault. So so I remember that save completely, and so in terms of games. Does any game stick out to you, or any of the saves, or, or any other moments that just define in your head that you that you? Remember? Union, when we won against Union, I think that game was so amazing. It was, you know, we were holding this, you know, this feeling of, you know, some some team that came to us and you know they trying to step on our heads, you know, just talking shit to us, you know, trying to be the big guy, and then you know we come out and and win big yeah. time in, in their field. You know, and then you know, at the end of the game, we almost end up fighting with that with the with the other guys. Yeah, yeah, and, they didn't like it, did they? They didn't like losing to us, and, and that made it feel better, to be honest. <laughs> I think you know, I, I love those games. I, I like that intensity. I, you know, I like you know when when things get a little bit out of control because you know I can step in. Yeah, but yeah. I think the game the the you know I got a couple saves on the game that that you know uh, I think one save was key. When we were, I think we went two one, and you know this this little kid that that you know the the forward the striker that they had, yeah, he was, was so fast, so oh, fast. So great, yeah. You know, I remember he take a shot. I would say you know, twenty five, thirty yards out, and then you know just one hand save, and the guy just went down. Yeah. But you know, it was it was it was this that they will come and, you know, talk to you and say some shit and then you would go back to them and they say something else. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't a, a great game to win in that field, you know, and, and after the game, how they felt, you know, it just... Oh, yeah, brilliant. I remember the van on the way home, we were all dancing, like listening to dance music with our assistant coach, Josh, at the time. I'll never forget that. Yeah, that was awesome. It was awesome. All right, so let's get into a little bit more now what you're doing now. I know we touched on it a little bit at the start, but uh, talk, talk to me about what, what kind of opportunity arose for you when you came out of college and, and go into that a little bit more for us. So, you know, I decided to leave Kentucky and, you know, drive all the way down to Orlando and, and try to find an opportunity. I didn't have anything at the moment. Okay. So, you know, this is one of those stories that, you know, it happened once in a lifetime and then... I was, I remember, was driving uh, from Georgia to, to Florida and then I received a call, you know, in the middle of the highway and, you know, it's this guy calling me from, from Montbert, where, where I'm working right now. And he's like, you know, I know you used to meet a, a resume two months ago, you know, when I was still in college and, you know, we were looking for a goalkeeper coach and if you're interested or, you know, if you're in Orlando, you know, you can come over and, you know, do some trainings and we'll see what we can do. Yeah. And I remember it was a Sunday, the day that I was driving uh, down here. And, you know, I had to come over on Tuesday okay. to, to the school. So, you know, I come over, I do some training sessions and, you know, the guys end up liking me, you know, the way, um, you know, I, I, I did the training and, you know, the way I was carrying myself. And we... We have an academy here, a system that we have a program with around 200 kids. 
Okay, so we have around 10 teams from, from seventh grade to senior in, in high school, you know, where the mission is, you know, send these kids to, to, to college, you know, at some point and, you know, just give them a, a good level of uh, soccer environment. And at the moment as well, we were outsourced by Orlando City. Okay. So we were doing the academy uh, for Orlando City. So when I jumped in, in here, I was doing, you know, working with SEMA, that is the, the Soccer Institute at Montverde Academy. Yep. And I was working with Orlando City as well. So I was working with the youngest ages. And maybe a month after I got uh, hired, uh, the guy who hired me got fired. Oh, not again. <laughs> uh, you know, I had to, uh, you know, step in um, and take over his responsibilities. So I had to take over the whole SEMA side and I had to start working with all the academy from U12s to U19s. Okay. So, you know, it was quite a lot at the moment, and, and but it was a huge opportunity, you know, and, and to be honest, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready at all to do it, but... But, you know, being there and, you know, being exposed to that, it, it prepares, you know, gives you the experience you need for the future. Yeah. And by January, I think uh, six months after I, I was hired, uh, they, you know, they asked me to step in in the second team of Orlando City, the yeah. place on the USL. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I, then I, I became the director of all, goalkeeping of in Orlando City and, and SEMA as well so I had all the academy you know under my control and the second team as well so you know it was a huge opportunity for me to, to step in to learn you know to provide something for the goalkeepers you know I I had 25 goalkeepers under my scope you know yeah so it was a huge opportunity but you know now uh, we're just doing the the SEMA side Orlando City went went back to to their facilities yeah and we just focusing here with with the sema kids you know we're where we train every day is five five um days uh of the week plus games you know and then we have a specific training sessions every day of goalkeepers wow that's awesome that's awesome so you, you spoke about how you was working for the uh, usl uh, uh orlando city b right it was the orlando city b Orlando City, yeah. So, so I remember one time, I, I remember I saw that you worked for them. So I switched on there, like the ESPN Plus or whatever, and I'm watching the game and then up pops Christian on TV, like at, at halftime or whatever, giving the goalkeeper some, some love at halftime. I was like, yes, Christian, love it. It was so strange seeing someone that I used to play with on TV. It was awesome. <laughs> such, a yeah. cool, such a cool thing to see. Um, but, that, but that's amazing, mate. I, I mean, I, I knew obviously the, the big role that you had there, but that's, that's an unbelievable kind of uh, like role to take on so early. And, and they obviously repaid you. Um, obviously, we'll talk about it a little bit. They, they sponsored you, right? Because you're doing such a good job and they wanted you to be a part of there. Yeah, um, well, you know, the, the deal is you get out of college, you get your OPT, and then, you know, it's just one year. Yeah. You know, the thing that I, 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 you know, I appreciate, appreciate and I'm really grateful from it is, you know, they, they gave me the opportunity to, to be here and they, they, they trust, you know, what I could give to the organization. Yeah. And then on the other hand, I'm also lucky because if I would apply to the normal work visa, it wouldn't work out, mm. you know. Yeah. So yeah. There's, there's this thing between Chile and United States, there's an agreement where, you know, there's a certain amount of uh, visas for, you know, uh, they call it like trader, uh, trader workers, you okay. know? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's much easier to apply for a visa. You just need, 
basically your degree from the United States and you know your job uh, responsibility has to be linked to this degree. I see, I see. So that, that's how I got so lucky, you know, to get my work visa on yeah. and, and, you know, to be able to work now because otherwise, you know, it wouldn't be so hard to just apply to, to a normal work visa because it, it takes so much. They require so much experience. Yeah. And back then I was coaching for what, like a year, a year and a half. So, you know, I didn't have 10 years of experience or, or you know, needed the licenses, you know, which now, um, I'm able to have, you know, and I've been working through, you know, with the U.S. soccer and everything to to get everything on, on point. Awesome, awesome. So you, you say you're working on your, uh, your badges right now, then, are you? Sorry? You're working on your, your badges now? Yes, yes, yes. I'm working on all of that. So, awesome. uh, you know, it's going to help for the future. That's, that's the only thing. It's just an investment for the future. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's, that's great, mate. I'm I'm really really happy for you. I'm glad you're doing so well over there as well. So it's really good to hear that. So we'll we'll kind of start wrapping up a little bit. I I want to know because it's really interesting to get it from a, from a, another kind of per, person's perspective, from another kind of background, another kind of world. What kind of what kind of lessons did your college experience kind of kind of bring out for you? What 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 have you taken from your four years as a college soccer player to where you are now? I guess. No, just just to guys for guys, you know, to to help the team. You know, you you are not a, a superstar that comes here, you know, to to live like a superstar. You know, you you are part of a team, and you know, I, I've been talking with other uh, other friends as well that have played in college, and you know, I think being empathetic with with the people around you, you know, because I, you know, for for an example. I wanted to be professional, yeah. but not everybody in the locker room wanted to be a professional. So, you know, the approach you have with them, you know, because some people is just there, you know, to get a degree and some other people is there to party. Yeah. It's just, you know, to be empathetic with them. You know, everybody's in, in, in their own journey at the time. But if you get the best of you, you know, every time you're going to get, you know, what you deserve. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then, so if you, so that would be also some advice that you were giving, giving to somebody. So, so you have that lesson learned. But would you give some advice? Maybe you're talking to, um, and like maybe a senior now, a goalkeeper in the SEMA. What kind of, what kind of advice are you giving to them when they're stepping into college? If they're maybe an international student, or or even if they're not, what kind of, what kind of things are you telling them now? You know, that's um, that's a good question. That's a good question for sure. Is is different in each case, you know. We we it depends on you know. We always talk about what is your goal in life, you know, and and you try to be honest with them, you know, because you want to help them. You don't want to create a fail, a fake ego around them, you know. So it's like you know, just give the best you can, give the best you can every day, and and you know, it's not so much about you know talent. It's it's, it's about attitude. Yeah, yeah. Attitude will define who you become in the future, you know. And if you are giving always the best of yourself, uh, you know, good things are gonna happen, you know, at the end. That's that's for sure. Yeah. So you know, just trying to create and 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 you know, give them the my experience and college, you know, try to transmit that to them in the best way possible. Because we have kids that can go to D one here. Yeah. Uh, we have kids that can go to D three, D two, you know, but. Whatever they go is, they have to give their best, you know. And you know, if at the end of the road they they did everything right, and somebody comes out with an opportunity to play professional, you know, amazing for them. But if not, they are still securing a degree that is gonna be, you know, 
till they'll pass you know yeah absolutely absolutely that's yeah that's great advice man that's really that's really good advice and 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 i when you say it i truly believe believe that you that you think that way and that's the that's the way that you're passing that information on to them guys so that's great what i am though is i am waiting for you to send me up a a good goalkeeper for for me at bluffton i'm wait, i'm waiting for you to send me one up so uh so that we can get one and go in and get a pipeline going with the SEMA Montverde Academy. So uh, the the feature that we'll have on every podcast is the uh, is the eleven for your best college eleven that you played with. Do you have a formation that you've set that out in today? Yes, I have an eleven here that I I like to to share. And uh, uh, you know, I'd be I'm gonna be pretty much using our last team. You know that. On their senior team, but uh, I'm adding Joe. You know this okay. big time. Okay. 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 So, uh, you know what? I wanted to start with me on goal. Yeah, uh, I, I can, that's that's understandable. We can we can do that. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I will. You know, I will. I will find maybe a four, four, two, three, one, and okay. that's the way I will. I will set it up. Right. I will start it. Harry, yourself. All right, good lad, good lad. He's got me in there. He's got me in there. <laughs> Reese. Okay, yeah, Reese, yeah. Nelson, Kyle. Yeah, you got Kyle in there. Love it. We've got an American in the side. Love it. All right. I, I have a good a good um, middle, but I will put Joe and, and Paul, you know, as, yeah, as Paul, the holdings, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, on top of them, I will go with Callum. Uh, Evan, Evan. Evan Hill, yeah. Uh, sorry, not Evan Hill. Uh, Evan Sakamaki, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brad, yeah. And in top, Max. Okay, nice side. I like it. I like it. I think that's yeah. It's quite similar to our uh, senior year team. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Talladega guys in there. Hopefully, none of them are listening. They're not going to be too happy about that one. <laughs> no, no. They, they, they know. They, it's fine. I mean, that that's the team that you know. I, I feel the most comfortable. The you know, I, I definitely had a great moments with the guys in Talladega, but, you know, the, the team that, you know, you represent me the most is, is that team. Yeah, know? I mean, that's that's completely, completely understandable, mate. And it's ultimately your team. I have no I have no influence on that. That's all, all your choice. I, I'm happy it's all midway, guys. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, have, you, have you got any, any other kind of things that you wanted to bring up today? Any good stories that you wanted to tell us? Any fond memories that you wanted to bring up? Man... You know, more than a memory, I, I think it's, it's, it's a moment that, uh, you know, kind of, it was hard to, to, to process when it happened. Yeah. Because, you know, we talk about how much we were doing the summer and for our, our senior year. And then we go to our first game on the road. And that was the worst loss of my whole career. Oh, yeah. That right. we lost 10 zero. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, it was a shocking day. It was a shocking yeah. day. The, the worst, the worst day of my whole career playing, you know, and and now there's nothing I could, I could, I could have done that day, you know. It was just, you know, they scored ten goals, and to start the season, your senior year, when you, you know, you're working out all summer, you know, thinking that, you know, this is the year, yeah. and that's the way you start, you know. I think that was that was that, that was something, you know. Yeah, man, I I. I... I can't agree more. I can't agree more. And that was, it was almost embarrassing. It's probably one of the first times on a, on a fo uh, football field that I'd felt just, just, I just wanted the game to end like 
50 minutes in I just wanted the world to crumble me up and swallow me in I, I definitely I definitely know what you mean about that one 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 story I do really want to bring up about you and again it speaks a lot about how you are as a person is I'll never forget before the conference final when we're in the locker room um, tensions were high um, and everyone's kind of you can tell everyone was nervous and everyone it wasn't much excitement we were all like nervous because I think we felt that we could actually get a result like we didn't go into that game thinking we were the underdogs which which we were by a long way but I'll never I'll never forget like your speech that you gave everyone before the game you had every lad in that locker room was fixated on what you were saying it was completely impromptu I didn't know if you if you planned on doing doing that before but every single lad in that locker room was was fully engaged and and felt every single word that you were saying and I think we we did our best to to kind of fight that day um, but I'll never forget that, mate. That was it was one of the, one of the best moments I've had in a locker room in my in my whole uh, football career. Like, I, I just couldn't believe how even some of the guys that just met, must, mucked around all the time they just they were just there for a laugh. Every single one of them was fully engaged. It was brilliant to see, mate. Do, do you remember what I'm on about? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that, man. And and yeah. you know, it, it, yes, it, it happened in the moment. You know, I remember. Uh, before the game, uh, team walks uh, into the locker room and, you know, he says something like, you know, if we lose, you know, we just shake hands and then we leave. And I'm like, you know, that's that's not what I was expecting, you know, to, to hear before a final. And, you know, and, and then I see how everybody's reacting and moving around and, you know, the, the way they, they were kind of facing the game. Yeah. And then it, it was just, you know, it come out, out of me and then I'm like, you know, I have to say something and just, you know, I think, it helped us to go through the, 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 the game. And, you know, as, as I told you, we got to a point that, you know, nobody thought that we could have gone there. Yeah. And that's how we start the season. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we came, we came such a long way. And by the end of that year, mate, we were ready to run through brick walls for you, mate. If your goalkeeper's given that passion, everyone else has got the same, the same kind of mindset. So that was, I loved it. It was, it was brilliant, mate. And that's, that's something that I'm sure as a coach, you can kind of use that kind of, um, that kind of, trait that you use that day into the, the guys that are underneath you now and I'm sure they're they're going to be very lucky to have someone like you as a coach mate like, really impressed with that um, but, but I think we're wrapping up to about an hour people are going to be bored of listening to us by now but I've really enjoyed it mate it's been great catching up thank you very much for coming on man. Really, really do appreciate that and uh, uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to have a catch up soon and hopefully I can get down to Florida and see you down there that would be nice right no, man, I appreciate you. Thank you for, for thinking of me, you know, for bringing me here. I know, uh, you know, as you told, I'm from South America. I'm not from, from, from England, you know, but, you know, I appreciate, you know, you know that I, I love you, you know. We, we spend so many good times as teammates, you know. The, the, this, this bond that we have, that we create back in Midway, you know, I would carry it, you know, for, for a long time. And, you know, I was, I was happy to see you guys when we did the, the Zoom call the other day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and we always, you know, have this love for all of you guys, you know, all the things that we share together. And, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, we can now at this, in this position that I am, I can share it with the other guys, you know, with the younger goalkeepers and yeah. kind of help them a little bit. But Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the time. You know, I'm, I'm always here if you ever need me. So Yes, mate. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you very much.